Welcome, everybody, to the Prayer Revolution. My name is Doyal, and I'm here with my good friend, uh, Vera, who's tuning in all the way from Alachua, Florida. And uh, this is the Prayer Revolution. It's the daily prayer podcast where we say a morning prayer, and then we... Um, why don't you say something real quick into the mic, Vera, so I can get you on Zoom. Uh, what's that? There you are, Vera. I got you on Zoom. I, had a, I didn't have your beautiful face on the Zoom board, so now... Uh, People tune in on YouTube. You'll be able to see Vera's beautiful face and, uh, and, and, and ours as well. And so we're grateful that you guys are all are here. We do this live every morning. We're on Instagram Live. We're also on Zoom for a live Zoom group. If you'd like want to interact with us, we can see your face. We can hear your comments. We can get your chat on the chat board on Zoom. Um, we also stream on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, and wherever else you get your podcasts. Um, and we're here to say a morning prayer. And... Uh, we want to hear from you, Vera. So please, please lead us. Please guide us. Please thank you for us. Thank you, Doyal. Thank you for, for sharing, opening up. And uh, thank you guys for tuning in, everybody, for investing in your, your prayer life, investing in your connection with the higher power, investing in yourself spiritually. And that's uh, really our, our goal each morning is that Doyal and I, we're coming together, investing in our own spiritual lives and just opening up the, uh, opening up the doors so we can, we can all do that together. And through these simple prayers and these, these little investments each day, we begin to awaken our higher consciousness and awaken our, our, um, ourselves spiritually. So we do that with a prayer every day and Super grateful to be able to have that opportunity. I'm feeling grateful this morning to have the opportunity to, to set a spiritual intention for my day, to do that with all of you guys, to call out to a higher power. And for those of us that are tuning in for the first time, or those of us that haven't prayed with us before, this is, uh, no matter what your background is, your faith or your tradition, this is, you're, you're invited, you're welcome to come in. And we are, we're praying to, to one God, like uh, one higher power, that has many different names, many different forms, and just like the sun is called by different names in different languages. And so in that same mood and that, that same uh, intention of recognizing that, that, uh, that one truth, that one higher power, we call out and invite everybody to do the same. So you guys can stop doing whatever you're doing. I know you guys are all busy multitaskers out there and uh, probably doing about three things right now. And... I just pause and take some nice deep inhales and exhales just be for a couple minutes and then you get right back to whatever you, you got to do and connect to your breath and connect to a comfortable position as you're sitting down just bringing in comfort with each breath bringing in relaxation bringing in ease and entering into the present moment just allowing for this prayer to enter into your heart, enter into your ears, and to touch your heart. My sweet Lord, in gratitude for all that you have given me, I thank you. Without you, there would be no beauty, no sun to shine and illuminate our eyes, no breath to breathe, giving us life itself, no friend to share the journey with, and no love to be had. Help us today to see the truth in ourselves and the world around us. Help us to see through the eyes of loving gratitude, seeing in every moment the opportunity to give and receive love with you and your children, 
through heartfelt service. We get caught in so many self-deceptions and illusions of who we are and what we're capable of. Help us to know our intrinsic value and awaken the courage to live a life true to our eternal spiritual nature and loving service to all. Thank you for bringing us together on this day with intention to invite you onto the throne of our heart. The intention to awaken our full potential and to fully experience the love and connection we're all seeking. It said that by calling out your divine names, we connect to your original personality. Like a child calling for its mother, you respond in kind when we call out to you. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Morning, dear. Good morning, Doyal. Where are you at this morning? I'm in. Uh, I'm in our house. The my office. Somehow the internet went kaplunk. So, kaplunk. Um, yeah. And, uh, Gosh. and and so they're they have some a tech coming out to fix it today, hopefully. And but uh, I'm just in our house today. It's a bright, sunny room. It's a beautiful room. It's a beautiful day. Yeah. How are things going down there in Florida? Things are going well, yeah. Um, no complaints. I'm looking out the window right now. There's this blossoming trumpet flower tree that's it's just like a wonder. It's like came out of like the movie Avatar or something like that. It's like looks like it came from a different planet. It's so beautiful. So trumpet flower. What's a trumpet flower? A trumpet flower. Well, I would try to take my computer and my phone, but it may not. It may be disastrous may to to try to balance of everything. But you could check it out. You could Google it. On the, I think that's the that's the name that it's known by, Trumpet Flower, and you could check it out. This big, huge, beautiful, it's like one day, it's like, you know, you just see like there's like some little buds that are there, and then all of a sudden the next day it's just, boom, the whole thing is like fireworks going off. It's so beautiful. Oh, Brad, yeah. on, our, on our chat board put a trumpet flower up there. Oh, those are trumpet flowers. All right, I'm going to verify this. Let me verify this right now. Trumpet flowers. If you're listening, All right. If you, this, is, this is one of the reasons you got to get on our, on our live Zoom chat board is that uh, you get all the, all the perks of getting the... Angel's things. trumpet. Trumpet yeah, it's the trumpet. angel's trumpet. You got it. That's it. You're like angels. You're, like, you're, you're an angel trumpet in my life. <laughs> an angel trumpet. All right. I'll take it. I'll take do, it. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Yeah. Beautiful. It's, uh, uh, who was that? Madhava was asking. It's actually, um, it's kind of like a pinkish peach color, this one that, that we have in the backyard. He was asking what color it is. And uh, yeah, so I mean, you're asking how I'm doing. I'm, I'm, I feel, I'm feeling grateful. You know, it's just thinking about prayer. There's, there's so many different ways of praying, you know, praying for, um, yeah, praying to be grateful or just expressing gratitude or, you know, if we're noticing like we're really facing an op, we're facing an obstacle in our life and we're feeling challenged by that and we're not able to kind of see the, the meaning or the purpose in it to pray for wisdom, to pray for clarity of vision, to pray to be able to see, you know, why things are unfolding the way they're unfolding in our life, you know, um, yeah, to, you know, to, 
to submit ourselves, right? To like, I'm saying, I'm yours, you know, please engage me, please make me a vessel of your will, make me an instrument of your will. There's so many different ways of praying. And, and I was feeling um, this morning as, you know, I woke up just wanting to exercise more gratitude in my life and just noticing the, the effect that it has when I connect that to, um, to a higher power, when I connect that to Krishna, to God, that it starts to just create this, this container of meaning in my life. Everywhere that I go, I just feel a greater and greater level of meaning and purpose the more I'm expressing gratitude. And it could just, it could really start like very, very simple because sometimes I don't feel grateful, but it could start like very simple. It could just be like, I'm breathing right now. Like I'm grateful for the breath, you know, like just, it doesn't have to be like this rapturous, like I'm, I'm forcing myself to enter into like an emotional state of appreciation, gratitude, but, mm. but just like flexing that actually, you know, grateful for the, the breath that I'm breathing, grateful for the food that's on the fridge. Somehow we have shelter, like the most basic things in life. And, and I'm noticing as I just, even if I connect there at a base level, it just starts to flex a muscle. It starts to kind of breathe gratitude into my life. So to see, see, you know, things through that lens of gratitude and, and feel like in my life, like I start to, I'm like in this container of gratitude more and more uh, so that even when challenges come in my life, that muscle has been flexed and exercised. And it be, it's more like this natural response of like responding with gratitude instead of with frustration or with despair or, you know, confusion or, mm. you know, and so that's kind of, that's what I'm looking at today. And I, I know that to, to be in that state of gratitude in more challenging times in life, um, it takes, it takes more than me. It takes, you know, the, having the right people in my life and, and takes, uh, really reaching out to connect to that, that higher power I found in my life. At least that that's the, that's kind of like the, uh, the recipe, you know, to start small. And even if we need help with somebody to help us to start small, to kind of get back into that place, but start small and just keep building on it every single day, write it down, like speak it, say it, write it, you know, like just don't, yeah, don't just keep it on a piece of paper, write it and, and say it, speak it to those people, share it with those individuals, speak it out loud if it's to nature or if it's to our higher power. And, uh, and what that does just opens up a doorway to a whole new experience of life. And so I'm uh, praying for that, praying to, to see through that lens. Beautiful. Yeah, thank you so much. I, I was relating that to um, this this morning, I heard a class, uh, our good friend and soul sister, Chuta Gopi, she spoke uh, a morning Srimad Bhagavatam class through the through the Bhakti Center. And uh, in the verse that she read, and in the purport, there was this quote from Srimad Bhagavatam, Tatenu Kampam Susamikshamano, that, that to one who tolerates um, the challenges and reversals that comes in life, all the while performing their devotional service to them, you know, the devotional, the, the, the liberation of, of bhakti is their rightful claim. Mm. Um, and so she was talking about uh, this idea of, of tolerance. And I was asking her, like, what does it mean to actually be tolerant? Because just, just think letting things happen to me may not necessarily be like things happening to me doesn't that let it isn't necessarily just form of tolerance, but tolerance is letting those things happen to me, but not letting them ultimately consume me or get in the way of my service. And she said, mm -hmm. it's okay to struggle. She said this beautiful thing. She said, it's okay to sweat in the summer. Mm -hmm. you know? And so I think that, um, you know, being grateful or being tolerant doesn't mean that things don't bother me. Mm -hmm. but it means that I'm, I, um, I'm allowed to, um, um, 
in in that in that trial in the tolerance of that i can use it as a catalyst to remember something higher and to connect deeper mm -hmm. and so you're hitting it yeah you're hitting it on the head hitting it on the head yeah. yeah well yeah appreciate it right it resonates it's like yeah we're not we can't fake we're, we're not we're not like faking it till we make it we're trying to be authentic you know and mm. we're, we're, we're doing the best that we can to be authentic and it doesn't you know if we're not experiencing gratitude it doesn't mean that um we can't right and so often like if i just try to shove down whatever i'm feeling whatever negativity may come up or challenge right that i'm facing this challenge i'm facing it and you know if i just try to shove it down it's like no you know that I, that, that there's a, a responsibility and an authenticity of actually addressing whatever challenge that, that I may be facing. And uh, there's a responsible way to do that so that we can naturally, we can come back, you know, to a grateful place. We can come back to a clear place, you know, not, um, not that we're just shoving down, you know, the, the challenging experiences that we're facing in life and, and uh, praying to be grateful, but yeah. that, uh, that, that actually takes, we were talking about it before, it takes that courage of walking into walking into a, a feeling of darkness walking into a, uh, a, um, a difficult place or a challenging place with the right guidance with the right support around us yeah you know to actually address you know the the difficulty and the challenge and to then to be able to bring that grateful and um and and yeah true vision to it so mm -hmm. Anything going on in your life that's making you think of that or feel that way? There's, there's always things that are going on in life for sure. Yeah. There's always things that are going on in life and, and I'm, I'm appreciating and recognizing the, the cyclical nature of, of it more and more that mm. I'm, I'm not uh, I'm not a, a pure self-realized, you know, spiritual being. And so then I'll, I'll experience the dualities of this world. I'll experience pleasure and I'll experience pain. That's, that's the, that's the bargain that, that is our, that's our environment. That's our environment. That's just what it is. Right. Um, but how I respond to those experiences, um, knowing, knowing that the waves of time are going to bring, uh, pleasure. They're going to bring pain and inevitably they're going to bring uh, death to the body that mm. how do I respond? You know, while I'm living, how do I respond to those things so that at the time of death that I can respond with gratitude, that I can respond with a, a thankful heart for all the, all the beauty, all the, the great gifts that I've been given throughout my life. So, yes, yes, there, I experience those things every day. And, uh, or maybe if not, the, if I don't, if I don't experience them every day, I experience them often. And uh, it's a constant work in progress. Constant work in progress. Yeah. Yeah. It's work in progress for all of us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We are works in progress. Mm -hmm. Allow mm -hmm. ourselves that, right? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And to put ourselves around the people, you know, what I, what I feel like it's like, yeah, I'm a work in progress. But if I'm only thinking that I'm a work in progress, or I'm only thinking about the obstacles and the challenges, it can be pretty depressing and, and pretty, uh, you know, um, yeah, it can, it can lead to a very uninspired life. And, and so it takes having the right people in our life that even when we can't see our own intrinsic value, even when we can't see ourselves and see the goodness in our own heart, that we have our, our friends that can see that. We have, you know, people that we put ourselves around in spiritual community and friends and mentors and guides that they see that intrinsic value, even when we can't see it, even when we can't connect to it, we don't recognize it in ourselves. 
you know, mm. uh, to be able to. And so, yeah, I'm grateful, grateful for, grateful for you right now, DG. You're always, you're always seeing it, and and uh, and so many of us, you see it in, uh, in the lives and the hearts of our whole community, and you see me, and so, thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Oh, being my, you. being my, being my friend. I was thinking of, I was thinking, I heard this because you're talking about work in progress and I'm like, oh, like I'm just a work in progress. But I was thinking of there, I read yesterday and I don't know if I'll find it. I'm reading this book, The Living Name by Sachinanda Swami. It's a beautiful, beautiful book. And you've read that book or you've read some of it? I've read some of it, yeah. Yeah. And so uh, he talked about um, rehabilitating ourselves. Mm. it's more of less it's it's not like i'm like this incomplete or insufficient person that i've got to muscle and i've got to re-earn my way back into like to love or god's grace but it's that this rehabilitation of self that um kind of re resuscit resuscitating um my, he talks about the spiritual heart and recovering our lost heart like we talk about there's our physical heart that pumps blood to the body. There's an emotional heart that feels um, uh, emotions and all these other things. And he said, there's a, there's a spiritual heart, um, which is the place which we connect our soul to God. And mm -hmm. uh, he was talking about there's that, it's like resuscitating that spiritual heart. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I can't find that exact words that he was using. I was looking at this book. He says, we have, this is, there is, however, a third heart. This is the most important heart of all the spiritual art. It is where our true eternal self resides. Unfortunately, during the course of our daily activities in the present world, this heart can get easily covered over. It is good as lost and critical. It is as good as lost and critical to uncover and revive. Because only with a healthy spiritual heart can our spiritual life flourish. If the spiritual heart is unhealthy, we are as good as dead spiritually. So how to locate and revive? He uses the word revive our spiritual heart. Mm. How do you locate and revive the spiritual heart? What do you, any, do you have any thoughts on that Doyle you want to share with us today that? Um, yeah, sure. Just people were wondering it. I don't know if Bryn, you want to put on the chat form. It's the living name. It's this book by Sachin Swami. It's a beautiful book about um, the idea of, 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 of connecting to Krishna to connecting to God in a personal way through his divine names. It's very, very, very mm -hmm. beautiful. Oh, it's already up there. Um, mm -hmm. And so, um, what was your question? Yeah, well, you're, you're talking at such a beautiful thing for us to think about. And I'm, I'm just framing it a little bit how I, how I heard it was like, yeah, we have a spiritual heart. We have this, this part of ourself that it needs revival. It needs nourishment. It needs connection. And, uh, and that's what he's pointing to. There's a physical heart. There's the emotional heart. And there's this, yeah. this spiritual heart. And, and how do we... How do we revive our spiritual heart and how do we, um, yeah, infuse it with the, with the nourishment that it needs in order for us yes. to awaken, awaken spiritually? Yes. Well, he answers that question. He answers that question. But also, he, um, the first question was like, how do we locate that heart? How do we mm -hmm. locate that heart? And I think that we sometimes, we sometimes um, we can discover something by noticing the absence of it in a way. Um, he said that by being, you know, our spiritual heart is, is we're basically dead spiritually. 
And I think that that is sort of the, the feeling we get when we're disconnected from our spiritual heart. Mm-hmm. That feeling, I mean, I think that that's, that's the eternal search. I think that that is what we're, we're searching for. And I think that we come to that point of recognizing, like, um, I feel dead inside. You know what I mean? And I think, I think it takes a lot of courage to admit that, you know? Um, and, and life ultimately brings us to that point where we, we need to realize that actually like there's something, there's something tremendously missing, some deep connection that's really missing. And it's that I've been cut off from my spiritual heart. Mm-hmm. You know? He says, um, the third heart that devotes spiritual heart is built to experience and express love in spiritual relationships that are being actively nourished. Mechanical practice inspired by a sense of duty or fear of what will happen to us if we don't do all that is described in scripture will not help us enter the life-giving realm we long for. Only a vibrant devotional relationship can impress the Lord to exchange with us and answer our longings. Mm-hmm. It is from this deepest place within our spiritual heart that we should, we should chant the holy names in Japa or Kirtan with everything we've got, begging for divine service. In this way, we sincerely turn to their lordships and address them with devotion. Um, and so, I think it's. I think it's really. It's. It's. It's like, how do I? How do I fall in love? How do I fall in love? And I think I fall in love by. Um, by uh, first, there's a desire to want to be in love. And then I think that you, by associating, by associating deeply, by spending time, we got to spend time with Krishna. We got to spend time with his devotees. And then with that, we do that with an open, receptive heart. I think Krishna ultimately, he talks about that, that, that it's, 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 there's these gates we pass, and the last gate is a door that opens from the inside. So divine love is ultimately a gift. Like the, rec- the recitation of that spiritual heart is not something that we're going like, to like clear, you know, like we're not going to just like do it on our own. But it's really, it's, 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 it's a gift. It's a blessing from Krishna. And so um, I think that, that Krishna awards that divine love. And therefore we have to, but we have to show that I don't want anything else but that. Because Krishna says in the fourth chapter of the Bhagavad Gita that uh, to, I, 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 reward, I award people to the degree that they re, as people approach me, I reciprocate with them accordingly. And so it's like, what is the desire I'm bringing forth to Krishna? What do I really want? And, and Krishna sees everything, whether, you know, we don't have to speak it. He knows what our deepest heart's desire is, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I think that Krishna is able to dig deep into the inner recesses of our heart to see what our real desires are, and he grants those. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's, it's, it's the recitation of that spiritual heart um, rests on us really desiring that divine relationship. And when mm-hmm. we truly, truly desire that and nothing else, then Krishna awards it. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's it's a matter of me really checking my desires. Hey, what am I? Oh my God! Oh, I look at my heart, like oh my God! Look at all those things that I want. Mm-hmm. I'm really checking my desires, you know. Like I, yeah, I want, I want I want all the I want all these things from people. Mm. You know what I mean? And so it's like I don't. I'm not really looking for Krishna's love. I'm looking for a few other things. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, and you're you're sharing so beautifully, Baba, and you know that's uh, right. It's like the basis of it is that I have to want it. You know, it's like, do I want it? You know, do do I do I really want to hike to this mountain? You know, do I really want to you know 
give my life and, and love and service and dedication to another person? Do I really want to, you know, go into spiritual practice and, and, and really work for that and, and really give myself to that? Is that something that's really actually an authentic desire? You know, and like now she was, yeah. she was putting up on the, on the Instagram chat board, like, or is it just like, I'm doing it because, you know, like I'm doing it because, you know, somebody told me to, or I read it in a book or, you know, I, I should do it or out of obligation. And not that there's, there's not benefit to that, you know, that it's not that there's not benefit, but what we're looking for, what I'm hearing Sachin Endemar is just sharing in this book is, is that that's not going to satisfy the heart. That's not the space actually where we start to really feel that nourishment. So we recognize actually, no, this is what I, I really want to give myself to a higher power. I really want to, I really do want to awaken spiritually. I believe in that. And, and every day I get an opportunity to practice that and exercise that it's energizing. It's life-giving to have that clear vision. And, and that, uh, with that vision, you know, just like in the same way, it's like, if I'm looking at the world in an ungrateful way, if I'm looking at the world through that lens, then, you know, even if there's gifts all around me, I don't recognize them. You know, if I'm looking through the lens in a grateful way, all of a sudden, like the simplest, smallest thing becomes like something that could bring us to tears of gratitude, you know? And, uh, in the same way, if I really want to see with spiritual eyes, if I really want to see, in every moment, there's an opportunity to serve. In every moment, there's an opportunity to connect, to pray, to feel that invigoration spiritually. If I want that, if it's something I'm truly desiring, then I start to see it everywhere. I start to see that the opportunity for that love everywhere. I remember when I was in New York, I, I had this practice where it was like, look for love, like look for loving exchanges. And uh, now she's in rose-colored glasses, Krishna-colored glasses, right? And I remember I was like, let me look for love in New York, you know, because New York is, you, you can look for a lot of things in New York. You, you, you find them, right? And uh, let me look for some love, you know, let me, let me try to find happiness and the joyful exchanges. And, and when I went out with that intention, I'd see the mom, with, you know, the sweetly holding her child. I'd see the friends joking and laughing. Like, I would see it. It was just, it became like a magnet where even I'm walking through this crazy city where you choose to see a lot of stuff, you know? Um, actually were, you know, I'm starting to see something that is, is really the desire. It's, re it's really in the heart. And it's starting from that subtle and it's going into the physical, starting from that subtle and inside of my heart, inside of my consciousness. I want to see with gratitude. I want to, I want to see that there are opportunities to ex exchange love and I want to do, I want to express that and I want to receive that in my life. Then from the subtle, from our consciousness, from our mind internally into the physical, we start to recognize it. We start to see the divine externally as well. And so that's, uh, you, you're inspiring me to see every single day. I was just thinking about it when I was sitting down. It's like, man, somehow or other, I get to be inspired every single day. I get to be with you guys. And literally, like, I feel it. Like, I feel like that fire, you know, you know, like, uh, yeah, a fire burning within more and more as I connect with you guys. And somehow or other, it's like, whether we're talking about gratitude or we're talking about service or we're talking about, you know, just being with our experience, you know, so that we can grow and transform whatever it may be, however challenging it may be. I feel that I'm able to do that so much more in my life because of you guys. And, uh, and I hope that in our time today and our time each morning, that as we're talking about these things, that it's, you know, and also I was noticing too, like when I was listening to Doyle, I was like, okay, I could be passively listening or I could be actively listening. 
And what it does is it, there's just two totally different things that happen internally. It's like, I'm, if I'm really hearing attentively, if I'm really listening and you're talking about this inner sanctum of the heart and you're talking about desiring to be there, then all of a sudden it's like that fire to connect there, to witness that, to experience that, it starts to develop in our hearts. And so I was noticing that in myself. I'm like, I'm sitting down and I'm kind of lounging, you know, I'm chilling, I'm chilling. I'm listening to my buddy share, share a beautiful message. Or I'm like, no, like this is a message. This is a, this is the message that is meant for my heart right now. Otherwise I wouldn't be here right now. None of us would be here right now hearing it. So thank you for activating me, bro. And thank you guys for being inspirations. I love, I love getting to see Laura and her little boy bouncing around on zoom. Get to see all your smiling faces and, uh, oh, and Doyal getting to be with you. Any closing thoughts you're having, Baba? Tuned into love. And I saw somebody put that in there. So, uh, I love it. I'm just super grateful to you, super grateful for your wisdom, for your energy, for your love pouring out of your eyes and every part of you, your smile. Mm -hmm. And uh, super mm. grateful to everybody, super grateful for all of you for tuning in, for sharing your time with us. Um, really grateful to have all of you here. Um, please, please stay in touch. Write to us anytime, prayerrevolution at buckycenter.org or write to us personally. We'd love to hear from you, love to hear your feedback. Any questions, topics you'd love for us to talk on the show? or just anything on your mind at all, any positive feedback, what things you love, things you appreciate. We want to hear it so we know what to, what to keep doing and focusing on. Um, and uh, you can hear these recordings on YouTube, uh, Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts. If you listen to any of these platforms, please subscribe, leave us a five-star rating, write us a review, helps us out a lot. We appreciate hearing from you. Um, please check out buckycenter.org slash online for all, their other, all our other offerings. And um, today also on Instagram Live at the Bhakti Center every Friday, 10 a.m., my, uh, my good wife, Rasika Gopi, as long as our good friend, Lee Dupriya, they've been doing a weekly podcast called Soul Deep, which uh, specifically talks about how to deal with, you know, we live in such a body conscious society. It tells you to look a certain way, to be perceived a certain way. Um, and, uh, but yet we are told spiritually that I'm not this body. But everywhere we look in society is saying, you know, you are and you should look a certain way. This is how you should weigh. This is how much makeup you should wear. This is what you should wear. This is what your Instagram should look like. And it's that could lead to a lot of schisms in the mind about how to deal with that. And so they've got this uh, beautiful podcast that they've been starting. It's Fridays at 10 a.m. on Instagram Live. Feel free to check it out in just a few minutes. Um, and uh, other than that, we'll see you next time. Have Tomorrow a beautiful day, guys. To, we, we, have a, we, have, we, have, we have to answer a question, Veer. Tomorrow is that one-day retreat with Radnat Swami during the day. We're going to continue our podcast here. We're just going to keep, um, keep marching on. I, I, I mean, that, 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 you make a call on that, DG, because I think that I know there's a lot going on. And also, you're, you're kind of on tech support for that whole thing. So you, you can you let me know, okay? And we'll, we'll send something we, out. We got to start a, like a, a, a WhatsApp group or an email group or some communication change if we're ever not going to be on at nine o'clock or we shift that we can let people know. So we have to, uh, if you would like to be on some sort of communication chain, write to us. And so for all our Zoomers out there, uh, so we can, if we, if also like if everything comes up, if you get sick or something like that, we're not able to make it nine o'clock. We need to be able to, to, to let people know. So we'll work on that. We'll keep you posted, everybody. Take care. Have a great day. Love you guys all so much. Be well. See you next time. Bye.